Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time, our heroes completed their day exploring the city of Stormwind and asking questions about the missing Teldrassil children, the disappearance of the archaeologists, and the shard from the sky. On their way back to their inn for a night's rest, they were ambushed in the street by a man dressed in all black. Thankfully, the first attack missed, but will the next one? We'll find out now as we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. So, is, is T gonna get uh, actually stabbed again? That is the plan, yes. Because you said they rolled a natural one. Yeah, the point of they attacking. They rolled a natural and- one and uh, went, came that close to her is weird. Oh, it just seemed cinematic and cool that it was like, and whoa, like that sort of thing. Uh, but no, yeah, absolutely. The intent is to assassinate you. Um, cool. So uh, last time, Falkus went to the homes of Daniel Shanks and Nick Ballard, the archaeologists uh, who were working the site out in Darkshire. Darkshire is the town. I make this mistake every time. Duskwood. Investigating the missing archaeologists. Uh, You found somebody picking through the remains of what appeared to be an already ransacked home. The thief that you found told you that uh, essentially two powerful looking humans in black outfits kidnapped the archaeologist and took a whole bunch of his stuff. Paperwork, relics, whatever else have you. While you were working on that, Butch was over at the Hall of Champions and spent the day training with a Pindarian warrior by the name of uh, Qualang Thunderfist. Uh, There, they worked out and talked shop, and Qualang made a comment that got Butch reminiscing about a hero from his past. Uh, While all that was going on, Ari hit the mage quarter and dug a little bit deeper into how to track down the missing sky shard thing. Uh, had a bunch of questions that was that were answered for her about magic and set herself up as a student of Katarina Stanford over at the uh, inscription profession vendor uh, to become a scribe. It was there that she discovered that another potentially stolen item from a professional within the city, uh, there was a book on interplanar dynamics that had been taken from the inscription shop that up until then no one really had noticed was missing. Uh, After all of that was taken care of, the party rejoined an old town around sundown to head to the inn for the night. As sun was going down, like this almost, uh, this very strange pseudo-supernatural, abnormal cold began to settle over the city. And while you guys chatted on the road, you were ambushed, barely avoiding an attack from a surprise attacker. Uh, Just before that attack came in, Okay, there was a small glass bottle that rolled into the street, cork popped out, and then smoke billowing out from the little bottle. 
So as it stands now, the three of you walking down the street, you are enveloped in this large cloud of smoke. You are It is heavily obscured. Uh, until you leave the smoky area, you are not going to be able to see anything around you or anything that's, you know, around. Um, however, before we get cooking on that, Falcus, first of all, you noticed the attack coming at the last minute and you shouted a warning. And that was partially, truth be told, uh, so in roll 20, the way we have things set up is it automatically rolls two dice anyway when it's trying to roll for d20s. And in the case that you're rolling normal, you just take the first roll. If you're rolling with advantage or disadvantage, you consider both dice. Uh, the circumstances I declared in the moment were that, oh, okay, well, we'll make this roll a roll with disadvantage because Falcus caught the sound of the rogue stealth noise and demanded immediately to do a perception check, which came out to be a natural 20. The total was a 26, which is a fantastic <laughs> perception check. Um, and so I declared in that moment, oh, okay, well, we'll roll this with disadvantage. And that roll from the attacker was a natural one. However, there's a couple of other things that I think you should know as a result of that 26 perception check, okay? So you saw, you heard the noise, you immediately looked around, you saw that there was an attacker standing seemingly out of nowhere from behind Ari, thrusting forward with a short sword. You shouted a warning, she twisted just in time for the blade to miss her. On a natural 20 perception check, right before the smoke cloud got too thick to see through, first of all, you wouldn't have only just snapped over and looked toward Ari. You would have glanced around where did that noise come from and you should know that you could swear you saw some brief brief movements on a nearby rooftop okay first of all secondly you saw the blade of the short sword just as it had barely missed Ari and you're pretty sure it was coated with an oily substance that as a rogue yourself you feel like you've seen before. Let's go ahead and cut over to our combat map. You guys should be able to see on the map that you're standing in like a smoky area and that you can't see out of it. To be clear, you're inside of the area of the smoke bomb. You are not actually able to see each other, but I set up the dynamic lighting so that you can't, you definitely cannot see outside of the, the, the smoke cloud area. Uh, but leaving the smoke cloud would obviously solve that problem. But like, this is what you see at this moment. Um, let's go ahead and roll initiative and see mm. how this plays out. All right. Well, we were just talking to each other. So we do have an idea of like where we're standing in relation to each other. Yes, for sure. You're all relatively grouped together. I set you guys up to be like a couple spaces apart. Uh, but, um, you guys are crushing the initiative roll. I had an eight. I had to reclick my token. Oh, I see. Okay, you you rolled it and it didn't count it. Okay, got it. Yep. Cool. Uh, well, that's going to work out really badly for me. Uh, great. So, ding 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 ding. Smoke billowing out. You hear Falcus go, "Watch out!" You turn and look, and you see a guy with a blade straight toward Ari, and as he is attacking. The smoke covers your your vision. Butch, you're up first. You have the initiative. What are you trying to do right now? Okay, so um, did I see the blade? Did you see the blade itself? 
Uh, sorry, did the I attacker? see? Probably at the last minute, just because Falkus, like, hey, look, and then you would have, because you, your head's on a swivel, you roll initiative with advantage. Like, you have a, literally, you have a class feature called Danger Sense. Your hair is on the back of your neck is up. The instant Falkus says something in a tone of voice that you don't like, you're on guard. You know that there is a guy near Ari. There's a guy near Arley? Ar- Arley? There's Ari. a guy near Ar- Ari? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but... Uh, like, uh, right behind her going in for an attack. Well, I'm going to... I'm, I'm The way I'm set up, I'm like 10 or 15 feet away from Ari. So I'm going to... I, I don't know what behind is. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm behind. so sorry. That's right, because we okay. don't have directionality on a 2D map. Um, it, right out, You would estimate right outside of the area of the smoke screen be like on the other side of Ari from you on like just outside of the area of the smoke is where you would um where you last saw the guy before the smoke came through did I just put my token in that place uh no if you go a little further outside of the smoke you'll be able to see him okay okay so I would let's see what would make more sense um so I would you know I'm a tank my, my instinct would immediately be to go and get on the other side of Ari. Let's see. All right. So I'm going to bam. And like, I, I'm sorry. It's the first time we've ever done like fog before, like the smoke bombs before. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Right? Can you see so, out of this, uh, out, out of this fog from where you, where, where you're standing? Yeah, I can. Okay. Okay, so I guess I can uh, attack. Yeah. yeah I can, for I sure. can see that. Absolutely. Guy. There's a dude okay. with two short swords standing in front of you who's like really not happy that he missed his sneak, his like, his surprise round. Okay, so, um, yeah, and he's trying to get my Ari. What's going on with that? So I'm going to run up. I got. I'm right at a uh, fighter training, right? I, I, you know, I'm not wearing shorts and a t-shirt. I still got my shield going and everything. So the first thing I'm going to do, bonus action, is going to pop rage. Okay, perfect. And then I'm going to use my radiant maul. Yeah, we we got an issue with how I've been doing things. Because um, I do have a shield, but I've been using the radiant maul. But the Radiant Maul is a two-handed weapon. So you can have your shield in your inventory. Um, I don't think that we've been using it as part of your armor class calculation since the last time we did combat. Let me look. Da, 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 da. I don't see... I actually don't even see a shield in your inventory. Never mind. I don't even have a shield in my inventory. I'm I will, going to uh, use my... Here's what we'll do. If you say right now that when you were at the armory that day, earlier today, that you picked up a shield... You can throw a shield in your inventory. No muss, no fuss. However, you're right. You cannot use a two-handed weapon and a shield at the same time. So you could either have a shield and maybe the Battle Axe of Bloodlust or or a javelin or a hand axe. But prob- like I think the Battle Axe of Bloodlust would be your pick, I, I would assume. Yes. Uh, or the, the Maul, whatever you're feeling. Okay, I'm going to do with what I'm equipped with right now. Okay, got it. I, and I apologize for that, that, that weird thing. No worries. No, I don't have a shield equipped. I don't. But I got a big hammer in my hands, right? And I'm going to uh, 
trying to bludgeon this guy to to death. And I'm going to roll. Does 18 hit? Uh, uh, yes, an 18 hits. 16 bludgeoning damage. Dang, that's a lot. Okay, cool. Uh, okay. 16 bludgeoning damage. And then my next attack, does a 12 hit? No, so a 12, he dodges out of the way of that 12. You see that he's pretty nimble. Uh, but 16 bludgeoning damage is no joke. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like, just because this has been a mechanic that's come up in the past, it does appear that he took the full 16 damage. It does not seem to be any resistances, any funny business. It's a ninja. You you hit a ninja with, in the face with a hammer just now, and it works just fine. Cool. All right. You doing anything else in your turn? That's it. I took a I took a bonus action to pop rage, and I've attacked twice. And okay. I'm that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Ari, you are up. Uh, you're still in the smoke cloud. Uh, but you you were the one who was like, oh, <laughs> shoot, there's a guy behind me. So um, what I will tell you now is, like, to understand the map better, if you were to take a step, it might be two steps to the south okay. from where you are, but you will be able to see outside of the... Uh, did it automatically fix? It did, yep. Beautiful. And that okay. is probably what Ari would do. She would... I'm assuming I would feel or hear Butch come past me because I'm Butch yeah, is a bigger you, dude. Yeah, like... When you're in a smoke cloud, it's heavily obscured, but realistically, you would have seen a six-foot-tall, burly dude rush past you and part the smoke on the way by. Like, that's fully clear to you. And then knowing that Butch would rage, I'm actually going to pop Worgen for him. Nice, do it. And I'm going to... And it's been a while since I've done this. Hold on, give me one second to remember. I'm going to Worgen Claw first... And then I will bite. So. Okay. Worgen Claw. Does a 22 hit? Yes, for sure. And we're going to do seven slashing damage. Uh, okay. And then with my bite. Oh, I get to do advantage. I'm going to roll it just in case I get a nat 20. I didn't. Okay, that's fine. And then my bite, my first roll's a 17, my second roll's a 10, so 17 to hit. Yeah, so 17 hits. And that's just going to do four piercing damage. Uh, okay, perfect. Four piercing damage, and you get four temporary hit points as a result of the bite, right? Yes, I do. Okay, go ahead and put those on. So that would have been your action and your bonus action to make those two attacks. You took a little bit of movement. Are you taking any more? No, um, no, because he'll get an attack of opportunity. So I will just stay next to Butch. Okay. On his turn, he is still going to do the same thing that he was planning on doing previously, which was to attack Ari. As he does, he sees that, oh, I'm surrounded right now. I got to do what I can to, to get this made right. Uh, and Ari, of the two combatants he's looking at, you do look like the more frail one. So the idea yeah, here is, if fair. I can take you out of combat first, I'm going to be all the healthier for it. He turns to you with his two short swords that as now that you're like looking at him front and center, you do see the same glint on them that Falkus had noticed, although I'm not sure if you would 100%, you would reckon. Guy's got poison-coated weapons. He is going to stab in, and as he does... Uh, since you've already taken your turn in combat, his ability to automatically roll with advantage, and if he hits you, you he gets a critical strike, that does not apply, because that only works for, on his first turn, he has advantage on attack rolls against creatures that have not taken a turn yet. 
So because he rolled bad on initiative and because he biffed his surprise round, this assassination attempt is going very, very poorly. He's going to attack with a short sword. A 23 is going to be his attack roll. I imagine that that's going to hit. That is going to hit, but I am immune to poison. I know, I know. So he doesn't know that, though. No, uh, <laughs> so you take six piercing damage. The sneak okay. attack damage is not able to be applied because he doesn't meet the requirements for sneak attack right now. So you take six piercing damage. And as he attacks in with the weapon, you see he's got this look on his, like in his eyes. You, his face is covered, but you can see his eyes, right? Uh, and as he sinks the weapon in, he says, maybe this will teach you to stick your nose in business you've got no part of. And you, he <sighs> stabs you. And he's got this look in his eyes like he's confident and he won. And then that's wait. And he looks down. He looks a little confused. He's looking at his weapon. He's got a look on his face like he just pulled the trigger and the gun didn't fire. Right. Like he's got a wait a minute. What's going on here face? Uh, because, yeah, you're wearing the parry after proof against poison. You cannot be poisoned. You don't take poison damage and you're not subject to the poison condition. So you, he's like, you No, you were the question asking one. I got to. Ah, and he attacks again with his... He does have multi-attack. He attacks twice with short swords. Does a 14 hit? It misses, right? No, it misses. Yeah, you're up in tight with him. You yank this way. His second attack misses. This assassination attempt is going so bad. <laughs> um, it's going so bad. In the, uh, in the distance from a nearby rooftop, you hear... And... Uh, maybe does a natural one hit. Oh no, actually, uh, this would be an attack. Okay. This would be an attack from hiding. Uh, there is another assassin on a nearby rooftop who shoots down toward you with a light crossbow, uh, with advantage because he is hiding. That's a 23 to hit. That would hit. Okay, cool. So that's going to deal Oh, I didn't change the stats. and It's fine. Um, I, I deliberately separated out the poison from everything, from the, the, the sneak attack, from everything else. Um, you take 10 piercing damage from the light crossbow shot. You're also going to take, because he attacked from hiding and he attacked with advantage, advantage is one of the triggers for sneak attack. Uh, you're going to take 19 extra piercing damage from the sneak attack. Uh, you take, okay. Okay. you avoid the 24 poison damage. 24 poison damage <laughs> and actually because he hit you with another, because he hit you because he hit you with the short sword, that was probably in the range of another 24 poison damage that you dodged. Great. So that's going to be their turns. Uh, Falcus, you're standing dead center in the middle of the smoke cloud. To your south, you can hear ping, 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 People are fighting and there's like stuff bad happening. Um, the cold is starting to seep in a little bit more. What are you trying to do? I wish I was faster on my initiative roll because what I want to do is I'm going to grab the edges of my cloak of the bat and I'm going to fly straight up and out of the fog. Uh, that's very easy for you to do. The <laughs> fog cloud only extends. Um, let me grab my ruler. The fog cloud is a sphere, so you have to fly up 20 feet in order to get out of that sphere, which you can do. I'm going to just delete the dynamic lighting on that at this time, so you should be able to see out of the sphere uh, because you're now flying above it. 
as you look around, you see these guys down here just below you uh, and off on the rooftop to the east of your location. You can see a guy standing there with a crossbow and he is confused looking because he just nailed this worgen with a, uh, a crossbow bolt. Like, first of all, the crossbow bolt hit really, really well. He got a vital organ. He did a ton of sneak attack damage. But that should have been enough to kill this person because it was also coated in a bunch of poison. And he's, why is this not working? Like, he's got that kind of a... So, yeah, those are your options. You've moved 20 feet. What are you looking to do? Can I get over to the edge of this roof right here? Uh, What's your total movement speed while flying with bat form? 40 feet. Uh, well, then, yes. And I have done like an angle. Well, never mind. Yes. Okay. If I, all I wanted to do was just really be right here. Yeah. So if your battle plan was to do that, you would know because you were walking near that building before the smoke bomb went off. So you have relatively like, I can't see it, but I know it's over there somewhere. You grab your thing, you fly up, you land easily on the rooftop. That is not an action to use the cloak, right? It is just movement, I think. Yes, I double-checked on that, too. I was looking as well. It just says I grabbed the edges, and now I have a flying speed of 40 feet. Okay, great. Uh, all of the that case, what are you looking to do? Uh, next thing I'm going to do, I'm going to gnomish, gnomish shot shooter, a concussive shot at the assassin on the other rooftop. Oh, all right. That's a dex save, right? Unfortunately, yes, it is. Um, it is... 8 plus my proficiency bonus plus my intelligence modifier. So. Yeah, does a 23 beat all that? Yeah, it does. Yeah, these guys have a lot of the classic roguish stuff on them, and they are very good at deck saves. That's okay. That was just a bonus action to use that, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. Perfect, which means I have two shots with a longbow right now. So, I shall fire. And I don't have advantage, so I can't re-roll anything. Why did it only rolled... Yes. Uh, does a 14 hit? No. No, 14 misses. Okay. We'll go again. Does a 23 hit? Uh, yeah, definitely. Which one were you attacking? The one on the rooftop. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, so it's going to be eight piercing damage, but let's add a arcane shot to that, and we're going to do grasping arrow. Okay, cool. Which is going to be... We've got eight additional poison damage and their movement speeds reduced by 10 feet and if they move one foot or more they take an additional 2d6 slashing okay and that's not a save or anything it just happens okay uh it was part of just hitting them okay yep that's totally cool okay that was two attacks it was action movement bonus are you doing anything else that's it uh all right cool butch you are up what do you want to do ari is bleeding and yes. I am not okay with this. I uh, I was trying to think about what I could do. Like, should I try to grapple this guy? I, I, I feel like I need to CC this guy. But this is not the only person trying to stab Ari specifically, right? Like, the, the arrows are coming and things like that. Like, so I could I could I could do damage to this guy. I would just kill him, right? Oh, uh, yeah. But uh, no, okay, no. If I'd rather not kill him. Okay. I mean, this is definitely some kind of operative. But, uh, so, with the intention of not killing him, okay, I am going to 
use the Radiant Maul. 18 for 9 damage. Yeah, for sure. 9 damage hits. And then... Did I just roll the same exact thing I rolled before? No, I have a 12 on my screen. No, I mean, like, before. I think I rolled an 18 and a 12. Oh, I don't know. Let's roll up. You did. Uh, 18 and a 12. Yeah, that's magic. So that doesn't hit. And so I'm going to use Quaking Palm to attempt to stun this person. Oh, great. I hate it. What is that? A, uh, A con save? Yeah. Okay. 15. Cool. I rolled a 12. Okay. You are stunned, my friend. All right. That's that's bad. I have a thing for stun. Where's my stun? Here we are. Stunned. Beautiful. Cool. Okay. So that was action, bonus action. Are you doing any movement? Uh, I mean, unless I can wedge myself between him and Ari. Um, No, it's too it's too tight. You guys are right, right. next to all each other. That's not going to work. Um, do, do, I think uh, you, you know this, Amanda, uh, that um, y- you get stuff from being near me while I'm raging. Yep. Yeah, she was rolling with advantage on her last turn, so. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, um, so he, he's stunned, so he can't be stabbing Ari anymore. And so I've used two actions and a bonus action. I'm done. Okay, awesome. Ari, your turn. You are at, what, a third health probably? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> cool, you're doing fine. Um, If I was on this side of Butch, yeah. would the assassin have to see through the smoke to get to me and... Uh, no. Okay. If you were to take a step, like, if you were to take a step directly north, you would be in the smoke. And he Which would I need can... to, uh, perfect. I can do. Absolutely, yeah. I can do that. Okay, before I do that, um, I have a question. What is the logistics of tying someone up that is on, con- like, quaking palmed? Because I have rope. Like, can, can you I tie, tie up, up a stunned person? <laughs> you want to tie up a stunned person you want to use your rope to tie up a stunned person. Wow. Uh, I... We've never done that before. <laughs> yeah, I want to say that if you're... F- and it's okay if not. I'm just... I'm shooting things here. If you're fast enough and you're dexterous, you have six sec. No, you don't. Uh, stunned until the end of Butch's next turn. So yeah, yeah, you've got somewhere between six to 12 seconds to do something. You guys don't have like shackles or handcuffs or anything like that, right? You would be using straight rope. Yeah, it would be straight straight up rope. Then I will say that it would be your action to try it. It would be a skill check of some kind. You would be rolling dice about it. And the DC would be pretty high only because you got to move real quick to do this. Which I mean, dex is my, I still have a plus three in dex. So it's it's my second highest stat. So it's not like it's a a dump stat. So... Mm -hmm. Could I step back into here and still be in the shadow and do it, or would I need to stay here to do it? So, ultimately, that's it. Doesn't matter. Like you could do it first and then move because you okay. can you can move wherever you want right now. He cannot make attacks of opportunity against yeah. you because he's too stunned for that. So, if you wanted to give it a try and then move away, or okay. if you wanted to, if you stepped into the fog right now, you wouldn't be able to see him. He wouldn't be able to see you. The yeah. fog cloud is very thick until it's border. Essentially, it's not very realistic, but I mean, we can't really do very much more to adjudicate that. So yeah, I'm gonna try to tie up the assassin. All right, wonderful. Um, like I say, it's gonna be a pretty high check. That's what fine. I'm gonna need is 
I'm going to say a sleight of hand. And the reason for that is you got to like whip the rope around his foot and get that quick knot on and get it good. And then you have to go up to this place and do da 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 da. You got to get your bag, get the rope. Perfect. Um, So at the start of my turn, what I'm going to do real quick is I'm going to take out my drumsticks and go, let's bring the thunder. That way I have a bardic inspiration dipe. Insane. Okay. So (laughs) I can use a D8. You said it's sleight of hand, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sleight of hand check. Break my game. It's cool. Is going to be a 16, but I'm going to add a D8 to that real quick. All right. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now before you roll anything. The DC I set for this was 20. So you got to roll a four on that D8. That's okay. I rolled a three. All right. So you go for the rope. It goes around. You come up like this. It looks like it's going to be good. And then you watch as you start to step away that it like the knot was too loose around the ankles. And as it slips, you realize it's too late to 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 do anything about this, but it's not going to hold him. You can take a bonus action. Okay. And you can move. Actually, no. Bon- is the drumsticks a bonus action? Um, no, I think it's just a. It's just a thing I can do. I can just give you style. Once per shirt west, I can use the magic of the drumsticks to give myself the equivalent of a bardic inspiration. I am Beautiful. now quadrupled in weight. Bonus action? Nope, it doesn't. Oh, that's right. We had a conversation about how the weight. It only lasts for like a round, but that didn't seem right. So it's maybe it should last for a minute. I think that that's going to stand. We're going to, it's going to be for a little bit longer. Nothing can move me against my will. I am four times the weight I am. I become solid metal. I don't know if that, it doesn't affect damage or anything. I'm just solid metal though. Yeah. It doesn't affect your armor class or damage or anything like that. But like you're, 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 you're a metal Mario. Like you're. Yeah. So you're a. You're a worgen that's made of metal. Yep. So what? So you're really super heavy. Yep. But I can still move however I want to. You still have the same AC. Yep. The D&D Beyond Encounter Builder suggested that two assassins, which are a character, they're, they're a monster in the monster manual, uh, is a deadly encounter for players of your level. I just wanted you guys to know that. Well, uh, clearly I'm looking at... Ari's uh, HP. So, yeah, I'm just saying, um, you, you're wrecking, Ari's taking some damage, but otherwise you're wrecking house. So like, it's fine. So yeah. I'm going to back up. I still have a bonus action technically, don't I? Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to use my bonus action to cast a third level healing word on myself. Okay, go for it. Why don't you move as well? <laughs> I did move back. I'm back in the fog. So I'm I'm actually going to move back an extra step just so I'm out of the this assassin's thing without any like, so a third level healing ward. It's only going to give me 11 healing, but you know what? 11 is better than nothing. All right, great. You apply 11. Does that include the, 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 the 3d4? Yeah, it does. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you get 11 healing. Awesome. Um, on their turn, the stunned assassin does nothing whatsoever. Uh, the other one is going to... What is their movement? Not as awesome as it could have been. That's fine. These guys have a lot of rogue stuff, but there's also a lot of like class feature rogue stuff that I'm surprised that they don't have, but that's fine. They are going to, this one is going to bound downward. He's going to hustle this way. Moving this far puts him at 30 feet. Uh, since he knows he's got a sniper attacking him. Um, oh, shoot, that's right. His he, movement's reduced by 10, and he's going to take 2G6. I fully, I fully forgot about that. 
So the first thing he's going to do is try to do a strength. It's a strength check, right? These are why we have markers, because if we put markers on our tokens, we remember about effects. I completely forgot about that effect. Yes, yeah, I was taking a moment to, to find it. Yes, successful strength athletics check against my arcane shot save DC, which okay. is, again... I think it's intelligence. So it's eight and three eight plus and three. my proficiency plus my intelligence modifier, which is a 14. Okay, so let's let's roll some strength and see if we can get there. Oh my god, I'm losing this fight. I rolled a 13. Lovely. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, he wanted to move down there. He's all wrapped up in vines. It's not going to work for him. He tries to pull himself out of the vines and fails to do that. Uh, it is his action to do that. I hate this ability. Okay, cool. So, Falcus, it's your turn. So he's going to not move at all? He can't. Well, he could, but it would be. Oh, yeah. You know what? He's just got 10 less feet. That's all. 10 less feet. That's true. Okay. Um, yeah. So he's going to move the 20 feet to get down to here. 2d6. Uh, he takes five slashing. It's slashing? I thought it was poison. Oh, the first time it the was poison. The initial shot right? is poison. The follow up is slashing from the vine. Okay. 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 I had it backwards in my mind. So he took eight poison damage from the thing. I'm going to heal him for four of that. You see that your poisonous brambles are less effective than you might have thought. But then he takes five from doing the movement. Cool. That puts him where he's supposed to be. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So, Falcus, now it is your turn. Alright, we're going to try uh, Noma's shot shooter again. I'm going to shoot him again with the, my last concussive shot uh, charge. Your last... Oh, that's right. You used one on the thief. No problem. Uh, I cool. did. So dex save again. Roll a 24 for that. Okay. I can roll dex all day. Strength I'm going to have a hard time with. I'm a skinny rogue. So, yeah, that doesn't work, but you still have your action. Yippers, we are going to... Oh, it actually did go through. It just took a moment. Uh, There's a 16 hit. Uh, yeah, 16 will hit. That is 10 piercing damage. Okay. Follow-up attack for attack number two. Was it 18 hit? That's going to be a yes. Yeah. Oh, and you're, ta- you're attacking this further off one, right? Correct. Okay, yeah, cool. So then an 18 will hit. Um, I am going to action surge. Where's my action surge? There it is. And I am going to unload a few more arrows into this nerd. All right. 27. Yeah, yeah, 27 will hit. Nine piercing. And one more. Uh, the 13 probably is going to miss. No, finally, you do shoot one off that he's able to, like, scooch out of the way for. And that would be, I've done my bonus action with the sharpshooter, and that was my action and action surge. Is action surge a bonus action, though? No, action surge does not have any action economy. It's just ability. Perfect. Yeah, it's just okay. ability. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's so that puts us on Butch. Okay, without trying to kill him, I'm going to at least try to bash his face a bit. Um, a natural 20. All right. Natural 20s tend to hit. Go for it. But 18 plus 11. Uh, 29 damage? <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. You crack him across the face. 
Erica put something funny in chat, and I'm actually just gonna riff off of it. He's gonna be eating out of a straw. Yeah, you crack him across the chin. A bunch of his teeth just go flying out of his head. Blood splatters across the uh, across the cobblestone walkway that you're on. This like medieval cobble road. Um, you see that as the cold is creeping into the town, the blood that hits the ground starts to slowly freeze, and it freezes in the shape of a skull and crossbones, like a poison symbol. Um, and he is just looking bad. He's got a whisper of hit points left. He is still, by the way, stunned from last round. The stun does not wear off until the end of your turn right now. So the next attack you make with him, you didn't have to roll with advantage here because you rolled a natural 20 in the first place, but you still get one more attack and it will be with advantage because of your, uh, your doohickle. Because of my doohickle? Oh, the stun. Because of your, uh, your bibbity bops. Can you believe I rolled a 12 again? But the other one is a 17. Does that hit? 17's hit. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll okay. damage. Um, without trying to kill, I'm I'm going to um, try to thwack him in the chest this time for 15. 15 does it. You see this guy crumple. You bash him right in the like muscly part and of the of the like the abs where all the abs are. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. have any, but if I did, they'd be here. <laughs> and he just falls over like a wet towel. You see that he had like he's still breathing, but. He has this, if you could see his whole face, you think you knocked him unconscious with the biggest look of shock in the history of time on his face. He was this, he had the drop on you guys. Everything was going, everything was coming up. But then he attacked my Ari and I can't have that. And y'all beat him to a pulp. He is at zero hit points, but he is not going to make any death saves or anything of that nature because you declared non-lethal attack. So that's fine. That was two attacks. You still have a bonus if you want to do it. Mm. And movement. And movement? Uh, yes. You can still move and you can do a bonus. I So this this guy, the assassin, he's he's like on a roof or something? No, he was on a roof. He jumped down. He's covered in Falcus's viney bramble stuff. He's bloodied, you know, like he's he looks like he's taken some hits. Uh, and you can tell he's having a hard time running because, you know, of the Bramble stuff. And he just watched his guy go down and is doing the math and thinks that this fight's done. So he's going to do what it takes to either get out or who knows what. Like, you've got, you've got, you've got eyes on him. You can tell he's got this look in his eyes like, this is not going our way. Well, I'm mad. I'm going to head over to him um, I'm just gonna take you know take the movement uh, okay yeah you move 40 and, feet yeah and uh, I mean I'm not, I can do anything uh, so that's my movement and then as a bone I, I I'm not gonna use any bonus action okay so I'm about 15-20 uh, feet away from him no problem go. Arya, you are, you're up. So I'm going to come out of the fog. Obviously, I'm going to see this guy is, you know, down. Mm-hmm. I am going to just scooch a little bit closer to this assassin, and then I'm going to cast a third level chromatic orb at him. 
Okay, is that an attack roll or do I have to make a save? Nope, it's just an attack roll. And I'm going to specify fire damage for it. Okay, go for it. So does a 23 hit. Yes. Perfect. (laughs) It's going to do 18 fire damage. Okay, cool. 18 fire damage. All right, great. He's looking about as bad as the guy was looking that Butch just clobbered right before he got clobbered. He's very, very injured. And that is all I can do. So we'll be good. All right. On his turn, he is going to... I want to do the spy thing where, like, I take myself out. But I can't think of a way to do that that's not, like, really dark. So yeah, I thought that when you the the, the when the uh, blood spread out like a s- skull, I thought that's what was going to happen. Like he was taking a poison or something. Yeah, you look around and you see that there are blood splatters from this fight. All of the blood splatters that are landing amongst the ice that is slowly forming on the cobblestones are s- like spelling out death and murder. And one of them's like, "We have your children. None of you have children." But like, I don't think any of you have children. Uh, but um, they no, all none like, I know about <laughs> <laughs> the like the the blood splatter and the ice crystals that are forming on the ground and on the windows have these little ominous messages written in them. And you glance at those and you're like, I'm in the middle of a combat, so I'm not going to investigate this right this minute. But that's pretty creepy. He is going to. I'm going to do a strength check again to try to get out of these brambles, and I'm going to run like heck. always in brambles. Mm, nice. 15. 15 beats it, right? Yeah, I think it was a 14. It was uh, 8 plus 3 of my intelligence plus my proficiency. So, yep. Okay, awesome. Um, He is going to... What's the right thing to do here? Um, He is going to run straight north through all of this. Um, oh, my God. Okay, this is a map element, but it's here and I'm taking advantage of it. He's going to run like this. Jump right up on this horse, steal this horse, and start running off on this horse. I love it. Uh, And just for grins, what is... uh, Somebody check your character sheet. What is animal handling? I think it's wisdom, right? Wisdom? Um, It is wisdom. Yes, wisdom. Don't have a great wisdom. We're going to try it anyway. If I roll really, really low, I'm going to die. Come on, horse. Buck him. Eleven. Eleven's not great. Um, I was kind of hoping for like a 14 or higher. So that didn't work out well for me. He jumps up on this horse and he's like, Gah! and the, the horse is like, Gah! like struggling with it is like a little bit tied to the horse stopper. What do you call it? The stick that you tie your horse to the horse stopper. Um, so his movement is not able to be increased this turn. Uh, but hitching he's, post. Yeah. You know, the classic thing that I definitely know what it was called off the top of my head. Falcus, on the other side of a 20-foot tall column of, or sphere of smoke. By the way, you can still hear the smoke hissing out of the bottle that was dropped here. Um, You can see that this guy is horsebound and is trying to get out. Um, It is completely dark now in the town, right? Uh, You are operating in dim light conditions. So actually, it's interesting that you bring that up. Ari, your vision distance right now is... Oh, no, it is dim light. Okay, so you can see 
Ari can, as Ari looks around, she can see in her immediate vicinity very clearly, and she can see like where the little light lamp posts are. There are shedding light, but in general, we're talking about dim light for everybody. Falcus, you're seeing through the dim light normally to a certain distance, the way you normally do. Butch, as you look around, this is the first time really that you've had your combat like focus on during the nighttime. You're seeing much better than you normally see at night. You're wearing that belt of dwarven kind, son. You got dark vision now. Um, but yeah, That's no, it's uh, right. it's it's yeah. dark, and you're taking advantage of things like starlight and local and like nearby lamp posts and stuff uh, for any bright light that's in the vicinity. Perfect. Uh, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to take the advantage of the fact that he is distracted and trying to run away, that he's not going to notice that I'm going to use my cloak of the bat and turn into a bat and start following him. Granted, he's on a horse, but I can at least keep up okay enough to know where he's headed or at least catch up to him when he eventually stops. Interesting. Okay. So you, that's an action, I think, right? Action to turn into a bat. And then it is a 30 foot fly speed. Phenomenal. You're a bat now, and you up into the sky. No problem at all. Butch, your turn. Uh, uh, so the dude's not there anymore, right? <laughs> um, do I see him on the map at all? Okay, let's see how far away this is. 40 feet? Uh, but not for running. There's map elements that... Um, yeah, it's 40 feet is the crow flies, but you do have like a big horse cart or something in the in the way there. Uh, if you can get around that, you'd be you'd be there. I think I'm going to reach on my back and uh, use that spear of returning and toss it at him. <laughs> now, okay. it says... Here's the... I never... It, it's explained to me so many times. I never really understand it. The range is 2060. Uh, right. So if you're within 20 feet, you throw normally. If you're within 60 feet, you can still hit him, but it's with disadvantage. If he's further than 60 feet, you have no chance whatsoever of hitting him with that weapon. Okay. So I'm. So the spear. Wait a minute. Let me look at the javelin, though. Should also it's be 30, 2060. No, it's 3120. <clears throat> oh, wow. A regular javelin is. 3120. Yeah, that's just a regular, like, white <laughs> level javelin. So, Spear returning. I am going to, I guess, roll with disadvantage. So, you, okay, you could roll with disadvantage if you do not move, but you are allowed to move before you attack. So, you could run up closer to him and then chuck weapons at him if you want to. Heck yeah, I'm going to do that. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, no worries, man. So You move here, you're just at the 20-foot mark. That's 20. I'm going to... Wait a minute, how, how, how much should I just move? <laughs> oh, there's a secret solution to this. Um, I know how to do it. Uh, give me a second. Don't move your character anymore. There is a button for this. Nope, I just loaded the same exact map that I was already in, my bad. Uh, I need this map because I have notes on my, like, when I'm building characters that I'll never play, uh, I have a whole... Okay, it's X. If we click on your thing and we click X, you moved 35 feet. Do you see that? Does everyone see that for me? I moved 35 feet. Okay, if you, click on your, if you click on your token and click X, you'll see your most recent movement. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! 
Wow. That's so cool. Thank you, roll 20. Um, so I'm gonna move another five feet. When it... So within 20... Just so I can be closer. Okay. That's fine. Um, so I'm gonna roll Spear of Returning. I... 25. Uh, yeah. Oh, that 100% hits. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And I would be doing it two-handed. Oh, so that's um, 11. So, okay, so I made this as a spear and then modified it. Let me double-check when you're throwing a weapon if you can use the versatile. Because uh, you get one-handed or two-handed on items that are versatile, which, like, a right, lot of the but this martial one, weapons this are. Yeah, I'm just looking at the way it was, was, was made. It doesn't make sense. It would be one-handed for sure. Yeah, I think it... I think it would have to be. I'm just double checking, like, in the player's handbook, when you go to the weapons section in chapter five, it lays out the weapon properties. Throne. But as the throne property, you can throw the weapon, da, 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 damage roll that you would use to make a melee weapon attack. Versatile. This weapon can be used in one or two hands, a damage value and proficiencies if it's used in, uh, to make two hands melee attack. Yeah, so versatile is only for melee. So we would use the okay. 10. We would use the one hand. Oh, so if I were like up on him, I could like spear him through the heart. Yeah, and have um, higher ha- have higher damage dice for that. Well, I mean, uh, th- this time around, yeah. It would would have been played out that way, yeah. Okay. Uh Anyway, 11 damage. 10 damage. T- yeah, 10. The 10 damage is correct. Okay. So, and then it is a returning spear, so it right back in my hand and I'm going to throw it again. Why not? Oh, sorry. Wrong thing. Let me click on the right thing. 17. Yeah, a 17 hits. 12 damage. Yeah, 12. 12 is enough. Um, Is this guy down at zero and unconscious or did you decide you only needed one alive? Um, I I got one alive and uh... No, this one's dead. Okay. So you sp- you chuck a spear, return it to your hand, and chuck a spear again. What's it look like when you end this combat encounter? Describe it to me. Okay, so, like, it, it came... The, 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 it's like, shoo, shoo, shoo. It's like, throw, comes back, throw. It's kind of like this get over here thing, except it's only the spear to go and get over here. And, um... It, honestly, it's pretty fast, and the spear's already back in my hand. And he, d- dude, doesn't have anything coming out of him. He just got a hole in his chest with blood pouring out. Incredible. Um, you do all this to him. He falls off the horse that he was trying to steal, hits the concrete. Um, the blood pools around him. You see that it forms. Um, the outline of a police marker where like the body was but he <laughs> forms it in his own blood great uh i'll be straight with you guys this is not how i anticipated this this went but i should have because you guys are ballers you almost um, killed ari next time i'll throw three assassins at you yeah i did almost kill ari but the next step would have been if we can't kill all of you then at least we can escape with one of you and you can't move Ari against her will at this time. So <laughs> everything's bad. Everything's bad. Cool. At this time, the, you know, 
things are starting to quiet down. There are people who are not out on the street, but are looking out from their houses like, what happened outside? What's We're not leaving because well, why would we walk outside? But oh my God. Why would you walk outside? Exactly. You guys, combat comes to an end. You have um, an assassin who is poorly tied up uh, with ropes, who is unconscious. <laughs> poorly you tied have, up with ropes. You have yeah. one that's covered in spear holes and uh, all that kind of stuff. And uh, as you look around, things are settled, except that the uh, the cold is it's getting colder. And in fact, snow has begun to slowly snow. fall over the area. And uh, there is a thin sheet of ice on the cobblestones. As you kind of gather everything up and, and you know, calm, calm down from your various rages and other effects, what would you guys like to do at this point? Um, I'm still in a I'm still a bat, so I'd like to fly up in the air a little bit more <clears throat> and uh, scan the area for any other unsavory folk who may be either associated with these guys or maybe watching the fight unfold um, for other nefarious means or whatever. All right, what you're gonna do now is roll a perception check using. I think, okay, double check with the cloak of the bat. Do you keep your bonuses or do you have to use the bat's stats for perception? While I'm in the form of a bat, I retain my intelligence, wisdom, and charisma scores. Uh, Okay, well then just roll a regular perception check um, with your normal scores. Not great, nine. Okay, do you have advantage on perception for any reason as a bat? Uh, On hearing keen hearing. The bat has advantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on hearing. Just for grins, roll it again. Just just for fun. 25. Okay. You look around, you really don't see very much. Um, you listen, you hear people doing the gawker thing where they're sort of like watching the train wreck. You see uh, and hear um, that all of this commotion has started to come to a conclusion. Uh, you do hear a sound that I think you think would maybe be a little bit unusual. Uh, In this cold outside, you hear the skitter, 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 skitter of kind of a large insect or spider or something. Uh, Not large like a person large, but like tarantula sized or like uh, either like the size of like a tarantula or a rat. Um, but then you're like, nah, it's a city that makes sense. It's old town. There's rats everywhere. Yeah, it's old town. There's rats. So, but as far as nefarious things are concerned, the most nefarious thing right now is that, like, there's a dead and an unconscious assassin in the street, and there is a unseasonable uh, cold front. Okay. Um, what I'm going to do is flap over to this one and transform back into myself and um, check check the body over. Okay, roll an investigation for that. 21. Uh, Okay, on a 21, you are confident that as you roll this body, you find no signs whatsoever of faction affiliation, no missives or orders uh, or anything like that that says who sent them or what their goal was or anything of that nature. Oh, race. Uh, Male, human. The only thing that you find that might be 
useful to you. There are a pair of non-magical short swords that are coated in wavern poison that is slowly, like, it's evaporating, essentially. it's once, it, once it's put on a weapon and exposed to the air, it only lasts for, like, a minute. But you do find a vial of wavern poison on him that you can take. That I would take. That would be spelled W-Y-V-E-R-N. Uh, it should be it's a it's a it's a regular D and D item, so you should be able to find it pretty easily. All right. Well, uh, Falcus is doing that. I'm gonna run run up to Ari. Hey, are you okay? Yeah. No, I think I think we're good. And at, like as Butch is coming toward me, I'd be walking towards him to tie him up again. Now that we have like more time and yeah, you um he's gonna be unconscious for one D four hours which is how um, when you're stable but at zero hit points and unconscious, that's how long that lasts. So you are not going to have to roll a check. You can take your time. You can make sure everything's tight. You can tie this cat up. No problem. And then I would like to search him as I'm doing it, knowing that we did see the blood with skulls, so being careful if there's like any blood not to touch that. Uh, okay. You see that, I mean, he is also bleeding. Uh, his, like I said, his teeth came flying out of his head. Uh, his teeth fell on the ground and um, <laughs> let me reread the effect. Hang on. If it's cold enough, ice crystals form. Okay, yeah, no, never mind. Nothing about his teeth. His, he, he, you, you knocked his brains out. Yeah, there does not appear to be anything from him that's going on that m- makes that weird. Knowing what you and Butch and 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 Falcus would be coordinating your okay. Well, I'm looking here. I didn't find. This is what I found. Da, 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 da. So you would know where to look on this guy. I'm not going to ask you to roll an investigation check for this because um, Falcus can basically be like, oh yeah, if you check this pocket like down by his ankle, you'll find, you know, there's a secret pocket or something. Because um, I just found it on this other guy. This guy does not have any missives. He does not have any emblems of. You know, he's not wearing all his badges on his front coat like Butch's. Uh, he does have a, a wavering poison on him as well. I will give that to Falcus. Is awesome. he a human male as well? Yes, these are, these guys are both human men. Uh, they both have two short swords, non-magical. One crossbow, light crossbow, non-magical. Everything is coated in wavering poison that is evaporating. And they have a spare wavering poison on their person. Perfect. I'll point to the teeth and say, Butch, I mean, if you want some trophies... Yeah, uh, uh, I'm good for this right now. Uh, we need to get Are back to assassin. Baggy, baggy of assassin teeth. Um. Yeah, I was gonna say, do we want? Yeah, take him back to the the I seven is what you said. Yeah. All, all right, Ari. We need to take the this back to SI seven and uh, make report and get you patched up. Our... Where's Falcus at? He's here with right us. Here. Oh. Right there. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. We need to get both these bodies out of the street. But uh, you, you suppose SI7 can take care of the other one? Y'all guys are Falcus. talking about SI7. That- I am th- I'm like here, like, where does Butch know about SI7, dude? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry. OMG. I'm thinking assassins. I'm thinking assassins. Yeah. Right? Can we just start over? Yes, let's start over. All right. So uh, one last thing. Is their skin cold to the touch at all? Uh, no. It, the one of them is gonna be. Not the dead no, one, but this one. Okay. They're no. They up until a minute ago, they were both alive. 
And now I was wondering if they were linked to the cold, so I didn't know if maybe they were cold. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. So, Butch, do you want some teeth? <laughs> no, uh, maybe. Uh, but but what, we, what we need to do right now is a uh, good job tying them up. It. What we need to do now is uh, get this guy over to the uh, silver party. So so let, let's get this done real quick. Falcus, do you reckon they can come take care of this other body? Or we got to take care of it yeah, now? Yeah, um, so who's got the... Did we only get one sending stone or did we each get a sending stone? We just got one. You we have the sending one. stone. Uh, and I have it, right? And yep. all, we're yep. also we're in Old Town. Okay. We're like... Right next right to there. it. Right there. True. Like, Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up this body and I'm th- this body this um yep. the uh, unconscious the one the unconscious guy right and I'm gonna put him over my shoulder and I'm gonna start walking towards uh the the silver situation as Butch walks away I want to look at the messages again I know you said something about we have your children what else are the messages saying I uh, give me an investigation check or no 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 no, no. it's it's everywhere where ice crystals have begun to form on the cobblestones and on some of the uh, the glass windows of some of the buildings just various messages of sinister intent some of them are reversed because they're facing into the building um, they say things like death destruction murder um, they say things like we're coming for you we know where you sleep we t- we have your children we have your mother we have you know we have um uh, uh, we have our eyes on you. And as you walk through town, it's not just where you guys were fighting. It's on half the windows you walk past. It's on... Uh, what, like frost uh, or something? The frost. The blood was doing... The, the, the blood that you spilled out of these guys was forming in the same way that the frost is all over town. You do not get the sense that this was a message intended directly toward you or it's any one messages. person in particular. Can I tell if the messages look like they're written on? My thought is, is this something where there are like unseen figures writing message or is it a magic thing like someone is doing message? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I, I do. Go ahead and roll Arcana for me. Cool. A nine. Uh, it could go either way. You know, okay. this could have been, this could have been a person or a bunch of people either in person or using spellcraft to put these messages on there. The one thing I will say is that they don't look like they're handwritten. Okay. Also, they all they all came out like at the same time within within like a couple of minutes. It got super cold. It started getting cold um, when I was given that monologue about uh, about the warrior in Pandaria. But uh. Yeah, so this happened like really, really quickly in all over town. So, like, how are we going to have a whole bunch of people doing it at once? It's probably some kind of magic. Would the magic be affecting the window or the cobblestone? Only so much as, I mean, picture every Christmas movie that you've ever seen where there's like frost on. Mm-hmm. Like, you're looking at the window, and the frost is all on the outside border of the window, and it 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 crickles and cracks like snowflake pattern and it's very pretty and nice imagine there's death threats written in that i'm just like as it forms i'm thinking i'm imagining like as it's forming it's like filling in the gaps around where the words would be yes fantasia the thing is 
ice skating across the lake to Swan Lake and the 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 I think it was Swan Lake and the little swirls of frost are coming off the ice skate and inside of there they say we're going to kill your whole family or stuff like that. There are animals around, right? Would you say there are creatures? Like there might be like Yeah, for sure, city critter city critters. Is it Absolutely. affecting the creatures at all? Like are they getting frost on their fur or anything like that? Doesn't or? appear to be. Yeah, okay. I mean, I mean, they look cold. Like it's in, in the same to... sense as like if you're outside in a cold day, like, and you were wet, you might start to get frost on your, you know. I was trying to see if I could find a way to use identify at all, because um, if I touch a creature, I can learn if there are spells affecting it. And I don't think though that the. Windows... I'll give you an uh, yeah. I'll give you an identify for okay. it. Sure. Cast identify. Do I get anything? Oh yeah, that's right. There's no roll for that. I'm waiting for no, you to roll not. it. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, so you like you can press your hand against a window or against the side of a building or a cobblestone or something and try to get more out of the... Um, you are not going to be able to do this as a ritual if you guys are walking through town. But if you're cool with spending a first-level slot I'll spend on it, it. Yeah, nope, I'll spend a slot. No worries. Towards the end of the day, hopefully. This isn't localized to you, and it's not localized okay. to Old Town. It's hitting Stormwind. The whole city is seeing this Just effect. Just Stormwind, though. Yeah, and it occurs to you that this feels a great deal like the kind of it was explained to you that ever since the archaeologists returned to town that there was some spooky stuff happening in town the most reasonable explanation of all the facts is that this is an example of, of that effect stuff. okay which is potentially why as you look around there are people indoors and are not happy but there's not panic in the streets about how murder messages have been written on everybody's windows. Because they're not surprised. Right, so this has happened would, three or four times already. It would be is, safe to say that our logic of this is a the stone, that logical line could continue. That this has to do with the shard? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is there is there an area in which, like, there's more of this? Or, like, if the frost is spreading and the cold is spreading, is there a generalized idea of maybe a direction where it's coming from or where it's heavily more affecting? Um, I would say that your... I would say that your perspective as being on the ground in town does not give you a clear answer to that question. Um, it is uh, possible... Yeah, I know what you're going to do. Just fly straight up in the air. You you fly straight up in the air. You do see that the whole town is covered in frost. But you would have needed to be up here as it was starting in order to really make a claim on that. That might be that might be a direction of investigation. But at this time, you do not know the answer. Uh, I'm going to make a mental note to if we are uh, tomorrow night to do exactly that to try to see where the frost is coming from. I will also say this. You guys, specifically Ari, asked Dr. Jones to do Dr. that exact Jones. investigation. Yep. And he should have it in a couple days. I think we agreed not tomorrow because we're still on our day one. But the day after tomorrow, we're going to go back to him and see what he had learned. That'll teach those ne'er-do-wells to ambush our heroes in the streets. It seemed like all of their focus was on Lady Arimisa. She was the one person asking all the biggest questions today, but 
Is there also a chance that this was politically motivated? Will the assassin they knocked unconscious spill any secrets? And if ninjas roam the streets, how will our heroes move through the city safely from here on out? We'll have to wait until next time to find out when it's time to queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroic dnd, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.